Hi, before we start this episode, we would like to tell you about an offering we prepared for you especially for Christmas. Oranges, Pyjamas and Winter Delights is a brief meditative story designed to bring relaxation, peace and joy to your day. We have carefully curated the music and sound as well as the story to create a beautiful space for relaxation and introspection. We hope you'll enjoy it and thank you for making this podcast possible by buying it. Welcome to My Beautiful Stories, our conversations about finding the magic in the mundane. If you enjoy My Beautiful Stories, please support us. We are currently unfunded and all your support is gratefully received. Welcome to episode 9 of series 4. Today's story is provided and read by Amanda. And you can find more information about her beautiful Instagram account on our show notes for today's episode. I'll never forget saying goodbye to my dad shortly before my husband and I moved from our home in Michigan where I grew up to our new place in Connecticut. I'd seen my dad cry before. He was never ashamed of showing emotion, but there was something different about saying goodbye that time. The tears were rolling down both of our cheeks as we gave each other a long hug. We knew we would see each other again in a few months, but that felt like an eternity compared to being able to see each other every week. Shortly after we moved to our new place, my dad started writing me handwritten letters. He had beautiful penmanship and loved dabbling in many artistic hobbies like drawing, watercolor painting, and journaling, just to name a few. I always anticipated receiving his letters, which usually came every week, sometimes even more often. He would share aspects of his week, things that he had experienced, encouraging Bible verses, lyrics from songs, inspiring quotes, books he was reading, so many different things. He would include his own personal words of encouragement to me as well. I remember often thinking to myself how much I would treasure these letters one day when he was no longer with us, but I had no idea how imminent the fulfillment of those words would be. It was just a little over a year after he moved away that my dad was diagnosed with stage four cancer and was told that he would only have up to one more year to live. We ended up with only three more months. He sent a few more letters after his diagnosis, but they became fewer and farther between, and after a while, they stopped altogether as his condition grew worse. Now it's been more than a year since he passed, and I still have all of his letters in a black box with a simple white label on it that says, Letters from Dad. Nothing fancy. I've contemplated eventually putting them in something a bit more elaborate, But there's something special to me about the simplicity of all of his letters in this basic box where I had first started collecting them. There are so many moments when I feel like I need to hear his voice, remember the beauty in his words, and I'll pick up a letter and read through it. Sometimes I'll even pin it near my desk at work to be reminded of it throughout the week. I am so thankful that he left me such a gift. I don't know that he had this intention when he started writing to me but those letters have brought me so much comfort and have allowed me to keep him close in many ways, even on those days when he feels so far away.
Thank you, Amanda, for this story. We were both touched, and before uh, we or I listened to it, Alexandra said, this is going to be your type of story because we've got our own, our minds work differently with our own preferences, and yeah, it definitely was my type of story. Your story touched me and also sympathize with your dad and him crying when he thought it was right and when he felt like crying in my family my dad cried and and I cry in all sorts of circumstances and I think it's so important and especially if you have daughters Indeed, what an absolute gift to have this type of relationship, this type of closeness with one's father. I often think of our daughters and I wonder how they will remember us, how they will remember you. And I'm hoping it would be in a similar, tender and loving and open way. And I'm hoping as they grow up, they will perhaps develop a similar relationship to Amanda's with her dad of full confidence where they would hopefully be able to share things with you and accept advice from you. And I am personally a bit envious of your relationship with your dad, Amanda, because I am not a big letter writing person or or not a big writing person. Um, My mom was and she was writing quite a bit, but I don't think I was that good at responding and we had once a moment where we saw all her letters, uh, all the letters that she's written to Alexandra's mom, and we've read them, and it was a very beautiful moment. But I don't think I just had that concentration and skill to write the letters. But one of my favorite bits in this story is the box with the letters. Mm. And that's yeah. that, for me, that is almost the object because it's so unassuming and uh, for other people that if you don't know if you can if if anyone came to your house and look at the box it would look like you know pictures from holidays or old books um and it just has that sticker letters from dad it has so much meaning to you and to people that know what's inside but that meaning is not revealed to anyone else if it was me i would definitely keep it like that because this that intimacy that is enclosed in that object is so strong. Interesting. As we were listening to this story, I had my phone notes um, up and usually I ramble loads of thoughts as I listen to the stories or um, once I wrote my own, loads and loads of um, thoughts and phrases. And uh, in this particular case, I wrote two words nothing fancy. This is probably the phrase that touched me the most as well. And I have a suggestion. Shall we just call this episode nothing fancy? Sounds like a good title to me with qualification that it's obviously ironic that the apparent um, non-fanciness hides many meanings and profound relationships. That's exactly what I mean. In narrative research, the first stage of analyzing a story is to find what we what are known as codes. That's the most meaningful one or two words or a phrase that are almost a summary of um, 
part of the story of the entirety of that story. And that's why I picked out this phrase, nothing fancy. This box really is a jewelry box, isn't it, for Amanda? It's a box with unique and priceless jewels. But I would argue it's only that because she's able to recognize their importance. Because in that process of deciding what she wanted to keep as a memory of her father, she chose these letters as important and meaningful and she treats them as that. She only takes them out on special occasions. She uses them to guide her and influence her thinking. So he continues to be such a presence in her life. Because this is really one of the important aspects in grieving for someone. We want to keep as much of that person alive as possible. And I guess there are so many fancy ways these days to keep a person alive. We can refer back to their voicemails, to their recorded messages, even to videos of them. And people are known to keep hold of such treasures. But this box of letters with advice, quotes, thoughts, strikes me as such a complete representation of her dad and so much of a stronger presence than potentially a, a message on a, at the end of a phone call. But I also started to wonder about all the things that we give or tell our children and what impact they could have on them after we are gone. just makes me be more careful with what we say and leave behind. And just to reiterate what you said, as we start thinking more and more, what legacy we leave to our children, for me it sounds like this ideal becomes a meaningful relationship that they can draw upon during tough moments in their life and throughout their lives. And these experiences are enabled through perhaps some objects or memories that on the surface are nothing fancy. Today's recommendation is a film, Cinema Paradiso, by Giuseppe Tornatore. We wanted to stay with the theme of passing something full of meaning that's on the surface perhaps nothing fancy. And again, I hate to give any spoilers, so I won't. Uh, and the film talks about childhood and cinema and all sorts of things. But it ends with one of the main characters passing something to the other main character, to the actual main character. 
and it's very complicated. It's complicated. It doesn't. It's not that complicated. It's not about that. Um, it, the film ends with a gift being passed from a person that passed away. That's exactly that. That has so much meaning of all their history together, but on the surface, it's nothing fancy. Um, and it's just it. The film has sad moments, but it's very warm. I'm sure you will enjoy it. That's it for this week. Thank you again, Amanda, for the story. Until next time. Until next time. For more my beautiful stories, go to stories.com. You can also find details there on my beautiful stories coffee club, where you can support us. <laughs>